Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And the word of the Lord is blessed on this morning. I want to talk to you from a simple, simple message, and that is an unchanging God in a changing world. That's what we've been worshiping. That's what we've been giving him praise for, for being an unchanging God in a changing world. If you will allow me, let's let's pray. Father, we do now bless you and we give your name praise, God. We thank you for being the God that you are, God. We thank you. We thank you for creating your own atmosphere. We thank you, God, for setting your own worship. And Father, we just reverence you and we honor you, God, for just being the God that you are. You are a never changing God. And so now, God, as you uh, uh, as you teach us this word, as you preach to us on today, God, we pray that every ear would be opened. God, Father, we pray that every heart would be receiving to what it is that you have to say to your people on today. And Father, we just bless you. God, we reverence you. God, we honor you. God, there's none like you. And Father, we pause to just say thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So God, speak to us and we'll be spoken to. God, preach to us and we'll be preached to. God, teach us and we will be forever changed. And it is in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen. And a man, we reverence God on today for another preaching, teaching moment. Listen, I, I, I'm trying to pull myself together. God is just so amazing. He is such a good God. And so we praise God, an unchanging God in a changing world. I mean, we've talked about this, you all. We are in a place that we have never seen before. We've never experienced before. Uh, you know, again, we've heard the word unprecedented so much that it will forever be the word of 2020. Uh, unprecedented because there's been so many changes, so many moving things. And yes, we, we know the pandemic is here and it has caused uh, so many things to change. But but there's so many downstreams that come from the pandemic, uh, even if you have not been affected directly by the pandemic, you have not uh, uh, been affected by you being, uh, uh, you know, you having it or or loved one having it or, <clears throat> excuse me, experiencing, uh, uh, you know, a death from it or something along those lines. There's so many different downstream effects that have come out of the pandemic that it has caused our lives to change Forever racial tensions throughout the course of the world is causing our lives to change forever. Yes, we we have uh, you know, we've experienced it before. We've experienced uh, racial tensions before, but uh, the way that they have become so prevalent and so pervasive and so uh, 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 um, in our face uh, will have changed in this our lifetime will have changed our lives forever. But, you know, as we have uh, uh, thought through, as I've thought through what it is that God uh, uh, wanted me to, to bring on today, I realized that before the pandemic, be, 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 before, uh, uh, you know, George Floyd, before uh, uh, the turn of, of uh, into a new decade, we, we deal with changes that we don't see Every day, you all, uh, every day, uh, uh, our world, matter of fact, even right now, our earth turns on an axis. It, it, it changes, you all. That's how we go from night to day and day to night. That's how we have a sunrise and a sunset because our, 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 our universe is forever changing. Our solar system is forever moving. You, you, you yourselves are, are, are changing. You are are different today than you were on yesterday. Something within your body is different. You may have a few more hairs or or another hair has sprouted or another hair has fallen out. There's there's something different about you today than it was 
on yesterday. Uh, um, even in terms of our, our financial systems, money moves. It moves through our financial system. It doesn't sit stagnant. It is consistently moving. Our air uh, uh, is constantly moving. How do we know this? Because you can tell when you walk in a room and it's some stale air. You ain't saying nothing to me. You can tell when you walk in a room and there's been no there air moving around. We call it stale. We, we could tell that there needs to be some movement of some air because you can sense it. You can smell it. You are. We are always dealing with changes in our world, regardless of whether it is good or bad. We deal with changes when you watch a baby being born. You know, when the baby is born, you can tell that, you know, there there are certain things that the baby doesn't do as soon as the baby is born. But as you start watching, we start chronicling a baby with the, the, the time that the baby, when you call their name, they open up their eyes and track their eyes to you. You say, oh, my goodness, they know my voice. And then, oh, my goodness, they look because they know their name and, and, and you know, they know how to smile. And, oh, my goodness, they know how to turn over. They're constantly changing. They're constantly moving you all. There there are different things that happen in life. Life does not remain stagnant. It consistently moves. Matter of fact, the Bible even says that morning by morning, new mercies. We get new mercies every day, every time that we wake up. And so you might see uh, uh, something that remains the same. I woke up in the same house this morning, but and I saw it with the same eyes. But guess what? Even in the midst of that, I saw it with a new mercy. I got new mercy to be able to have my eyesight. I had new mercy to be able to even wake up this morning. I, I, I get new mercies. We get new mercies every day. We're consistently changing. Changing, But I'm so grateful you all that we have a God that never changes. God does not change. No matter what's going on in the world, God does not change change. And as soon as we realize and recognize that we serve a God that is not changing, then regardless of what is moving and seems to be fluid around us, we can have a confidence to know that he does not change. Hallelujah. We thank God that he is a God that doesn't change in spite of, in spite of, because I don't know about you. I I wouldn't want to serve a God that, that, that changes. I wouldn't want to serve a God that if I pray a certain way, he'll change his mind. And I know oftentimes what we do is we, we, uh, uh, you know, we say, well, you know, uh, you got to show God that you're serious and you got to, you know, but we, we, we have to understand that God's plan is God's plan. And regardless of how much we pray and regardless of how much we, we, we fast and all of that, if we, uh, serve the God who consistently changed his mind because, uh, uh, we pray. I got to be honest with you. I wouldn't want to serve a God like that. I, I want to serve a God who is who he is and who says what he says and mean what he says. Y'all, y'all understand what I'm saying? Think about it. If you're a parent, if you're a parent and, and you tell your child that if you don't clean your room, you can't go to the park. And then they whine and they cry enough and you go ahead and let them go to the park and they never clean their room. Will they ever learn that they got to clean their room? Y'all ain't saying nothing to me up in here. We, 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 we make sure that our children understand that we mean business. Well, why is it that we would want to serve a God that if we pray enough and cry enough and, and, and fast enough and, and do all of that, we think that all of our doing will change God's mind. Okay. All right. You've got to understand you all that we serve an unchanging God. Now, it might seem as if you pray and you fast and all of that, and it changes God's mind. But has it ever has it ever come to you or has it ever, uh, 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 you know, uh, uh, appeared to you or has it ever been revealed to you that perhaps what has occurred is 
that you're praying for a situation to turn out a certain way that was already written in the plans for you. The Bible says in Psalms 119, all the days of our life, or 118, all the days of our life were written in his book before one of them came to be. So everything about our life was already written in his book. So the difference is when we start to pray and if we're really praying with the mind of God and we're praying the will of God, then what turns up in our life is what God had already intended for us to have. That's a whole different sermon. Let me not go there right now. But understand this, you all, that we serve an unchanging God. And so my 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 intention today is to encourage you that God's uh, uh, thoughts towards us are intentional and his means towards us are intentional and his ways towards us are intentional and they are not changeable. What is it about God that does not change? The first thing I want to share with you is that God's promises never changed. In this changing world and in this changing environment, in this changing life that we are living right now, I want to encourage you that God's promises never change. How do I know this? Because the scriptures uh, tell us, the scriptures tell us that his uh, uh, His word, his promises never change. Uh, Isaiah 40 and 8 says that the, the grass withers and the flowers fade, but the word of our God endures forever. So yes, I, I said that things happen in the universe and, and it, it, it changes and, and things shift and things move, but his promise remains the same. You, 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 that's not good enough for you. Well, let's look at this other scripture, Numbers 23 and 19. What does the scripture say in the New Living Translation so that you really understand it? God is not a man, so he does not lie. <laughs> Come on, Zion. He does not lie. He is not human, so he does not change his mind. Y'all thought I was lying when I was talking before. He does not change his mind. Has he ever spoken it and failed to act? Has he ever promised and not carried it through? You all, his word is just that, his word. It doesn't matter what it looks like. See, that's what throws us off, you all. When, when, when we look at, oh, well, God said that this was going to happen, and, and, and I don't see it. Just because you don't see it doesn't mean it's not happening. Come on, Zion. Just because you don't see it. Oh, okay, God, I hear you. Just because you don't see it coming the way you expected it to come doesn't mean God is not doing it behind the scenes. Come on, walk with me in here. His promises are yea and amen in Christ Jesus. So if that's what he spoke, will it not come to pass? Isn't that what, what Numbers just said us? He said, has he ever spoken and failed to act? Ha, has, he, uh, uh, has he ever said something? And then says, "Psych, y'all, y'all know, y'all remember when you were a kid? If <laughs> somebody said, here, here, you want, you want a piece of candy, and you want to reach for, and they said, psych. That's not our God. He's not human. That he would lie. He, he, he doesn't do that." His promises, regardless of what you see in the atmosphere, regardless of what you see on the news, regardless of what you see in your bank account, regardless of what you see uh, conjuring up in your household, regardless of what you see on your job, God's promises never changed. His promises never changed. All of his promises are still the same. The word of God remains. The grass withers and the flowers fade, but the word of our God stands forever. What does it mean the grass wither and the flowers fade? In other words, this whole world can disintegrate. But the only thing that will remain standing is the word of God. His promises never change. So, so you need to speak to your bank account when it looks like, well, God, you said. Do you need to speak to your bank account? Uh-uh, God promised. 
Y'all ain't saying nothing to me. You, you got to speak to your health. Uh-uh, God promised. You got to speak to your marriage. Uh-uh, God promised. Now listen, just because God promised doesn't mean that you won't see some trouble. Doesn't mean you won't see, oh God. See, that's one of the misnomers in getting saved. We feel like when we get saved, we'll never see trouble. Well, why is it that you think you will never see trouble when you get saved, when you're no longer sleeping with the enemy? God, help me in here. When you stop sleeping with the enemy. Come on now, have you ever been in a relationship where everything was wonderful, everything was great, everything was smooth, everything was cool, and then something happened and y'all break up, and then that sweet, wonderful, cool person that you was with seemed like they just stepped out of hell (laughs) on a chariot that was smoking. Y'all don't have to talk to me. I've been there. Yes, Lord, been there. See, see, (laughs) God help me. See, there are some things that situations and circumstances actually bring out the real in some folks. Anybody want to walk with me on that one? It, It brings out the real in some folks. And so some of the stuff that you see come out of people once you break up with them or once you in odds with them or whatever, it's always been there. But now situations have changed so now what's ending up happening is that uh, 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 they're, they're showing you their true self. See, you can only put on a mask so long. I don't know who I'm talking to up in here. You, you can only put on a mask for so long. But the real going to show up after a while. Anybody talking to me up in here? The, the, the real is going to show up in a minute. So how is it that in the spirit? See, when you sleeping with the enemy, you ain't got to worry about the enemy because the enemy got you close. Y'all ain't saying nothing to me up in here. Listen, <laughs> I, I know we I know we on, 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 on social media and Zoom and all that. and Y'all can't say nothing to me up in here. But you understand what I'm saying. See, when you sleeping with the enemy, all is cool because the enemy got you close. You, you've heard the adage. You keep your friends close and your enemies closer. Mm. So when you sleeping with the enemy. The enemy ain't got to worry about you switching on them because they got you right where they want you. He got you right where he wants you. But see, when you get on the Lord's side, see, it's a misnomer to the saints that when you get on the Lord's side, you don't have to worry about any sort of trouble. But the best thing about being on the Lord's side is that uh, 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 it's kind of like when 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 you were in, in grammar school. And somebody said they wanted to fight you. And you went home and you told your big brother, your big sister, one of your friends, whatever. Told you, you know, if you told your mama, your daddy, whatever. And they say to you, if you have any more trouble, you come get me. Makes you walk different. Makes you talk different. When the person starts to sell out on you, you sit there and go, okay, okay, okay. Because you already know all you got to do is go call your daddy. Oh, all you got to do is go call your brother. All you got to do is go call your big sister. All you, you got some backup. See, when you get on the Lord's side, what changes in the fight is you get some backup. God help me. You, you get some backup. So you got to understand you all that getting on the Lord's side doesn't mean you won't have any trouble, but what it does mean is that you got some backup in the trouble that could possibly come your way. His promises, you all, have not changed. So you got to speak to your problem. Speak the promises to your problem. Somebody ought to put that somewhere. My God, help me on today. Speak God's promises to your problems. Because, see, if you speak God's promises to your problems, not only are you reminding your problems how big your God is, but you're reminding yourself. Have you ever spoke something out loud and, and it seemed like when you spoke it out loud, it reminded you, oh, yeah, 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 I need to. When you speak God's promises out loud to you, it does something to you. It fortifies your spirit. It strengthens you for the journey ahead. When you realize that God's Promises have never changed. What else do we need to know about what never changed? God's faithfulness, you all, has never changed. God's faithfulness has never changed. We've got to understand, you all, that in spite of what it is that we're dealing with, 
<laughs> he is still faithful. How do we know this? Because 2 Timothy 2 and 13 says, if we are faithless, this is in the NASB version. If we are faithless, he remains faithful for he cannot deny himself. Let that marinate for a minute. If we don't hold up our end of the bargain, <laughs> he's going to remain faithful. Why? Because he, he can't help it. Because he is faithful. God, he is faithful. So he cannot not be faithful. He cannot not be who he is. Because he is who he is. <laughs> God help me. My God. The word goes on to say in Psalm 119 and 90. Your faithfulness continues throughout all generations. You establish the earth and it stands. Listen. Your faithfulness continues throughout all generations. What does that mean you all? That means that when he was faithful to your great, 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 great grandmama. And that came through the bloodline of how faithful he was and how the family was kept because of God's faithfulness. And then you, you might not have ever met your great, 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 great grandmama or your great, 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 great grandmama or your great, 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 great grandmama or your great, great, great grandmama or your great, great grandmama or your great grandmama. And you, maybe you met your grandmama and maybe you didn't meet her, but you met your mama. But all down through the years, there's a song that says down through the years, oh Lord, the Lord's been good to me. Listen, down through the years, down through the generations, God is still the same. His faithfulness continues. He is still faithful. He's still faithful. He is unchanging in his faithfulness. Why? Because it's a part of his makeup. He is faithful. That's who he is. You know, when somebody does something that's that's uh, unfortunately a uh, 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 kind of, uh, you know, they kind of got a track record of doing it. You, you know, they got a track record of, of doing certain things, uh, uh, you know. So if somebody has been caught to lie before and they've been caught to lie before a number of times. When they lie again, you say, well, that's what they do. They lie. Y'all ain't, <laughs> y'all ain't catching it. That, that's what they do. They lie. That's, that's who they are. They are a liar and that's what they do. They lie. You know, when, when someone is, 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 is caring and they do something and somebody says, oh, that was so nice of them. Well, you know, that's what they do. That's what they do because, uh, uh, they, they, you know, that, that's, that's their heart. That they, they, they care for people. That's, that's what they do. You are faithful. Is what God is. He is faithful. And that's what he does. He is faithful. So faithfulness is a part of his makeup. It's who he is. And it's what he does. His faithfulness never changes towards us. And that scripture in 2 Timothy says. If we are faithless. He remains faithful. I wonder if there's anybody that's grateful out there. If you're on social media. Send us some comments. Some likes. If you're grateful that he is still faithful. When we're faithless. Come on, can I just get some folks in, in his house to just wave your hand at me if you're grateful that he's faithful when we are faithless. My God, today, I'm so grateful, you all, that he remains <laughs> faithful. Even in a faithless world. Anybody know we living in a faithless world? That 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 regardless of what comes up on the news, you got people that I, I, I'm I'm about to date myself. Some folks that are older uh, might know what I'm talking about. Um, um, there used to be a, a show called Lost in Space, and you you know how bad it is because it was one of those black and white colorized shows. <laughs> it was Lost in Space, and 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 it was about this family that got you know got stuck out in space, and uh, and there was a robot. Now I don't even know what the name of the robot is. It might have just been robot, but anytime that there was any sort of danger. The robot would throw his arms up and go, warning, Will Robinson, danger, danger. Come on, anybody, anybody old enough to know that? Anybody? <laughs> okay, no, nobody knows. That's fine. I'll date myself. My husband will hold me up. I know he knows. But at any rate, but he would do it. Every time it just seemed like it was something going off, it'd be warning, Will Robinson, danger, danger. The robot would throw his arms up and he would do all of this just to warn somebody that there was trouble on the way. Do you know we do that every time we see stuff on the news? 
warning somebody, danger, danger. Every time we see something on the news, every time we get a text, every time we see something on Facebook, we do it on a regular basis. Jackie, I see you. I see that you're grateful. I'm grateful. Uh, You all, I'm so glad that we serve a faithful God that in spite of what goes on in the news, what goes on in the world, he remains faithful. His faithfulness never changes. Not only does his promise not change, not only does his faithfulness not change, but you all, his reign never changes. His reign has never changed. You are all we're hearing about in the world. Thank you, Annette. I love that show. I see you, Annette, on social media. I knew I was going to get me a witness. (laughs) Listen, not only does his promises never change, not only does his faithfulness not change, but you all, his reign never changed. So much is going on in the media. So much is being said about who's in charge, who's not in charge. But can I help you about who's still large and in charge? Come on, Zion. Ha! Can I help you about who's still in charge? God is still sitting on the throne. Isaiah 44 and 6 says it like this. Thus said the Lord, the King of Israel and his Redeemer, the Lord of hosts. I am the first <laughs> and I'm the last. And there is no God beside me, you all, that is still, as they say, you know, in terms of contract, it is still valid. It is not null and void. It is not expired. God is still who he says he is from beginning to end because Revelations 22 and 13 says, I am the alpha and the omega, the first and the last, the beginning and the end. You all, he has always been the one. He will always be the one from the beginning to the end. That is who he's going to be. Can I just give you a little bit more word? Because I really want to encourage you on today about his reign still being intact. You all, Exodus 3, 13 to 14 says it like this. It says, then Moses said to God, if I come to the people of Israel and say to them, the God of your fathers has sent me to you. And they ask me, what is his name? What shall I say to them? And God said to Moses, what? I am who I am, (laughs) my God. And he said, say this to the people of Israel. I am has sent me to you. You all, he is who he is. And that will never change. He will always sit on the throne. He will always, as the old folks say, sit high and look low. He will always reign supreme. There will never be another one like him. There will never be one that's beside him. And there will never be one that comes after him. He is our God. His promises have never changed. His faithfulness towards us has never changed. And you all, his reign has never changed. I don't care what's going on in the world. You all say, oh my God, we're sitting here. Oh, oh, and it's, it's been six months now that we're dealing with, you know, this first six months of the year, just throw the whole year away. I'm not throwing the whole year away. You know why? Because that means that everything that God has done for me this year, I be throwing away. God has kept me. God has spared me. God has prospered me. God has kept my mind. Anybody grateful for a kept mind right now? In spite of everything that's been going on in the world, God is still God. He is still blessing. He is still keeping. He is still healing. He is still delivering. He is still saving. He's still providing. He's still protecting. He is still the unchanging God. So in a changing world, he is Still, ha! God help me. He's still unchanging. He's unchanging, you all, from age to age. He is God. From age to age, He is God. You all, His promises have never changed towards us. You all, His faithfulness has never changed towards us. And you all, His reign, His reign has never changed towards us. He is the faithful God. 
We we when we were in in his house together, we were saying, "You are the everlasting God." You know, it, 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 when we realize who it is that we serve, in spite of all that we see, you all be encouraged today. Be encouraged that regardless of what's changing in your life, regardless of what it is that you see that's changing every day. You know, some days, uh, you know, I'm living in Florida. And so we thought that we were going to be able to, you know, slowly, slowly, slowly get back to what it is that, you know, we not necessarily what we were used to but start transitioning back into some sort of new semblance of normal. And as soon as we thought we could do that, the tides on the numbers of cases, positive cases started changing again to to exponential numbers here in Florida. And it changed. You know, our kids on a dime had to change from going in the classrooms every day to doing school online. I know it happened everywhere, but it, it, it changed. You know, people that were working in offices, I was going into an office. My husband was going into an office. It changed. People who were getting uh, hours on their jobs, uh, uh, either the hours are cut or their jobs were eliminated completely. It changed. People who had doctor's appointments, uh, it changed. You couldn't go to the doctor. People who were used to getting their hair and nails done, Zion, it it changed. It changed. Life changed on a moment. It changed. You could, something that, as simple as toilet paper that you were able to find on the regular it changed overnight and you couldn't find it a uh, regular just regular staples of food you 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 it, it changed it changed overnight it changed and so you you have to understand you all that we do live in a in an evolving world things change all the time But I'm so grateful that I know of one that does not change. (laughs) I'm so grateful I know of one that does not change. He is forever faithful. He, his promises are forever yea and amen. His reign shall be till the end of time. Because he is the everlasting God. From everlasting to everlasting, thou art God. So in this changing world, you all, be encouraged. Be encouraged that God is God. And God will remain God to the end of time. He will, yeah, he will. He'll he'll remain God till, till the end of time. You all, even... Even in terms of salvation, I know people, some people are like, as soon, you know, this, this is crazy. As soon as I get to the church, you know, I'm going to go ahead and get my life right. Can I help you out with something? You can't get your life right. If you could get your life right, you would have gotten it right by yourself all, all right now, all, already. You, you would have done that. You would have done that. You can't get your life right. But I will say something else. The Bible declares that Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. That's what Hebrews 13 and 8 says. That Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. What, what does that mean for you right now if you don't have a relationship with Jesus? It, it means that you don't have to wait until you get back into a sanctuary to find Jesus. Because if he's the same yesterday when we were in the sanctuary, <laughs> he's the same today when you're worshiping in your house. He'll also be the same forevermore if we never go back into a sanctuary because your salvation is not predicated on a location. Your, your, your salvation is predicated on a position. You say, well, what's the difference? A location can be, uh, uh, you know, uh, your house, a building or whatever. But the position I'm talking about is the position of your heart. It is the position of your heart. It is your heart in a place to receive a free gift called salvation. Because the only way you can have a relationship with God and know this never changing God is to have a relationship with the never changing Jesus. (laughs) That's why it says Jesus Christ the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. The sacrifice that he did for you on the cross on Calvary's hill over 2,000 years ago. 
There is no expiration date on that gift of salvation. It remains the same today. The gift of salvation is still free to you today. You can receive Jesus today. You don't have to wait until you get back into a church. I don't know who I'm talking to. I might be talking to somebody in his house. Maybe you've accepted Christ and you said, man, during this pandemic, I've been doing what it is that I do and I have fallen off. I have fallen short. I have just, man. But you know what? You can renew today. You don't have to say, well, as soon as we get back in the church, I'm going to renew. His house, you already know. That's going to be a little while. So don't wait. Because that that's okay, God, I hear you. The one thing that does that does change, and I said it in the beginning of this message, is us. Every day, we're changing differently. We got a few hairs that drop off. We, you know, we get a little grayer. You, you know, as we start going on, we get a little slower in our gait. Some of us don't, you know, but there's still some some minute changes that happen in us every day, every moment. And so while God remains the same, you change. Why am I saying that? Because I said that to say tomorrow isn't promised. Because what's sure for us right now is not sure for us in five minutes. It's not sure for us in an hour. It's not sure for us really in the next moment. So while you still got yet breath in your body, while you still yet have an opportunity, why don't you say today, I want to I wanna commit myself to God. And here's the deal. When you commit yourself to God, you're not committing yourself to rules. I don't know who I'm saying this to, but I, I, I really want you to understand this. You're not committing yourself to rules. You're committing yourself to love. Catch it. You're not committing yourself to rules. You're committing yourself to love. And when you commit yourself to love, it starts to change you and transform you. Can I help you out with something? Anybody who's married will be able to attest to this. When you get married to someone, there are differences in the two people. Because it's kind of crazy for you to marry somebody that's just like you. Because after a while, you're going to get on each other's nerves. Can I just be real? Can I just? Okay. Anyway, no matter how similar you are, there's going to be some differences. And when you get married... Love causes you to adjust some things, causes you to adapt some things, causes you to make some changes and say, okay, well, you know what? I I can make some sacrifices. We do that in the natural, but when it comes to God, we immediately say rules. But you don't say that when you get married. You don't even say that when you booed up with somebody. When you when you booed up with somebody, you do, oh, I love them. <sighs> and you do things because you want them to be happy. You do things because you 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 know you you like them. You you do things because you 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 know you you want to please them. Well you all being with the Lord is the same. It is love. Love compels you to do what it is that you do. It's love. Love compels you. Love compels you to to start to look at the word and then start to read the word and say, wow, this is what God desires. Then this is what I want to do because I love God. You all, we don't, when, when you get into a relationship with, with, with Christ to, and, and you come into communion in God's family, God, God doesn't come in and, you know, say, all right, God bless you. You joined this church. Okay, you join my family. Nice to have you. Here, here's the list of rules that you need to. And we need to make sure that you read these and, and, and you know, we need you to sign here. And then we'll need you to sign here. And Come on now. That's not what God does. God does not compel you. He does not uh, 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 tell you that, you know, you must. Now, listen, the Bible does say that the wages of sin is death. If you work at sin, if you work at any job, you get wages. That's that's usually how I work. I don't know about you, but I wouldn't work my job and not get paid. Come on, Zion. (laughs) I work my job and I get wages for for the work that I do. When, When you work sin, when sin is a part of your life, when it's what you do, there are wages. You get a check. You get a payment. And the payment for sin is death. But God doesn't just leave you there. He says, but the gift of God, this is Romans 3 and 23, but the gift of God that you don't have to work for, catch the words now, the wages of sin is death. That's something you working at, sin is what you, but the gift, something you don't have to work for, the gift 
of God is eternal life through Christ Jesus. So when you desire to have a relationship with Jesus, your gift is being in the body of Christ. And so God is not calling you to rules. He's calling you to love. And then when you love, you desire to do things for the person that you love and do it the way that the person that you love desires for you to do it. Because rules are, 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 are not necessarily there to hinder you. But they're there to make sure that you live the abundant life. Jesus said, I come that you might have life and that more abundantly. Have the abundant life. The abundant life is on this side as well as the other side. And I don't know about you, but with all the hell that's going on in the world today, I need the abundant life. Anybody want to live an abundant life? The abundant life is living in Christ And if his word never changes, then that means that we still have an opportunity to the abundant life. So listen, if you're watching on on Facebook, uh, YouTube, Periscope, our website, if you're here on Zoom, and if you said, you know what, I've been shucking and jiving, I really don't have the relationship with God that I I really need to have in order to uh, 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 experience the unchanging attributes of God then guess what? You can have it today. You can have it today. I, I, I'm not even going to, you know, uh, break this thing out. We're we going to transition right into it because it ties in. I need you to understand, you all, that there is a simple way for you to be able to have a relationship with Jesus. There's a simple way. And it's as simple as ABC. It's as simple as ABC. Understand this. The Bible says this. The first thing you've got to do is accept that you're a sinner. Admit it. Admit that you're sin. Some of us are in denial. Oh, I'm a good person. It's a lot of good folks going to hell. It is. It's a lot of people that, that do good stuff and they're going straight to hell. Because the Bible gives a prescription that says who can be saved and doing good things it's not what makes you saved. Matter of fact, I, I'm, I'm sorry, uh, Romans 3, uh, 3 and 23, I, I said the wrong one. Romans 3 and 23 says, for all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. All have sinned. All. All. A-L-L. All is all inclusive. Everybody, including you. All have sinned and come short of the glory of God. You got to admit it. You got to accept that you're a sinner. Then the next thing you got to do is believe. That's what the word says. Believe. You've got to believe that when Jesus went to that cross, first of all, you got to believe that it's truth. That it's not just a Bible story that's told to kids. You got to believe that it's true. Again, God does not compel you. He does not uh, 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 say, you know, listen, you got to do this or you got to do that. He's just presenting it to you. It's up to you to accept. It's up to you to accept. But you got to believe that Jesus paid the price for you, even knowing if sometime in your life, again, I don't know who I'm talking to, but at some time in your life, even if you denied him, do you know he still died for you? Do you know that even if you knew what you were doing was against the will of God, he still died for that sin? He still took a whip for that. He, he still allowed himself to go through the agony for that. You got to believe that Jesus paid the price for your sin on the cross at Calvary. The Bible says in Romans 5 and 8, but God commended his love toward us that while we were yet sinners. He didn't do it once we got saved. While we were in our sin, before we were even thought of in the natural. God was thinking of us in the spirit. He already knew we were coming and he already knew the sins that we would commit. And so while we were yet sinners, while we were still yet in the womb because we were born into sin, while we were still yet in our sin, Christ died for us. That's Romans 5 and 8. And you've got to believe, uh, as they call it, the love scripture, John 3 and 16, for God so loved the world. That he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but shall have everlasting life. You all, he's unchanging. That has not changed. That promise has not changed. So you've got to admit 
that you're a sinner and accept that you're a sinner, you got to believe that Jesus paid the price for your sin. And then you got to confess and you've got to repent. And the Bible says it like this in, in, in Romans 10 and 9, that if you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead, thou shall be saved. Romans 10 and 13 says, for whoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. And for again, for those who feel as though, well, again, I say I'm a good person. I go out and I do stuff for the, the poor and I do stuff for the sick and I do stuff. Well, look at, at Ephesians 2, 8 and 9. It says, for by grace are ye saved through faith and not that of yourselves. It doesn't matter what you do. It's by faith that you're saved. It's the gift of God, not of works, not by what you can do with your hand, not by what your money can buy, lest any man should boast. You can't do this on your own. The only way that you can do this is through having a true relationship. And you might say, well, I've got a relationship with him. I mean, you know, I'm a member. I'm a member of his house. I'm a member of so-and-so's church. It doesn't matter. Being on somebody's church roll ain't going to get you into heaven. I've said this before. I'll say it again. Being on somebody's church roll is not going to get you into heaven. What's going to get you into heaven is exactly what it is that I said. And that's to have a relationship. It's to have, it's for you to accept the free gift of salvation. And then with that, and living a life that's not full of rules, but full of love towards the Lord. That you've accepted to be in your life. Doing that. Is what will solidify you into the body of Christ. And cause you to be in the family of believers. And will allow you. To be able. To live with the Lord forever. On the other side of this world. You don't have to wait till you get back into a sanctuary. You don't have to wait until. Outside opens back up. You can accept him right now. And you can simply do it by this. Just repeat after me. Say, Lord Jesus, I admit I'm a sinner. I've been bad, but you're still good. You are never changing. I believe that Jesus died on the cross for my sins. I confess with my mouth that Jesus is Lord and that he is my Savior. And my Lord, I am now saved according to the word in Jesus name. Thank you for saving my life and saving my soul. Amen. If you prayed that, if you repeat it after me, you are saved and no man, not even you can pluck you out of the father's hand. And it's not a litany of rules that you follow. But when you love the one you've committed your life to. Then you adapt. To what it is that they love. You all. We serve an unchanging God. In a changing world. His promises never changed. His faithfulness never changed. And his reign has never changed. Amen. Amen. And amen. Will you all just pray with me? Pray with me. Father, we thank you. We thank you for this word, God, that you have given us on today. God, thank you for reminding us that in spite of all the changes that are going on in the world, you are still God. And besides you, there is no other. Before you, there is no other. Behind you, there is no other. And we thank you for it. Now, God, let our hearts, our minds, our eyes be set towards you. And God, let us not take our focus off of the hills from which cometh our help, because all of our help comes from you. God, we reverence you. We glorify you. God, we magnify you for being the God that you are. In Jesus' name, we pray. Amen and amen. Y'all do me a favor. You are on. Uh, uh, everybody can see you. Will you just give God praise right there? Hallelujah. For the word of God. Yeah, take yourselves off of mute. Go ahead and give God praise right there for being the God that he is. We bless the Lord. 
we bless the Lord. We bless the Lord. We bless the Lord for being the God that he is. Come on, one more time. I just, I, I feel a hand praise. Will you just, come on, everybody put your hands together. Come on, take yourselves off of mute and put your hands together and just give God praise right there. Hallelujah. He is worthy. Hallelujah. Wonderful Jesus. Wonderful Jesus. Wonderful Jesus. Wonderful Jesus. Wonderful Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We thank God for the word on today. And we thank God for uh, you all just being uh, a part of us on today. Listen, we're going to do this real quick. We're going to uh, go back to uh, our announcements (laughs) because God shifted us and took us another way. Again, we do want to give a couple of shout outs to folks uh, who have uh, joined uh, Sister Jackie. I see you on here. Thank God for you. Apostle Jerry Miller. We thank God for, excuse me, Jerry Taylor. I don't know where Miller came from. JT, we bless the Lord for you on today. Amen. Sister Chris Key, thank God for you worshiping with us right now. Uh, my my sister, my other twin, I talked about Annette Billingsley earlier. Her sister, amen, is on here. Amen. Lorette Hawkins is Annette and Lorette. And we thank God for them being with us on this morning. Amen. Kevin Roberts joined in for a brief moment. We thank God for you again. You wonder why I call out these names. It is important to call out names because when we were in the church house, y'all know we say all visitors, please stand. And we would say, you know, please, uh, you know, announce yourself or tell us where you're from and all of that. So that's what we do. Here's Sister Phyllis Henry, my sister, uh, joined in this morning. Elder Elizabeth Hibbler. Amen. Audrey Keaton Mock. Thank God for you joining in with us on today. My sister, Peggy Newsom joined in for a minute. Thank God for you. Uh, Pastor Lorraine uh, Gee from Philly. We thank God for you as well. Amen. And uh, Sister Jackie, I see you. I see you all here, sweetie, uh, joined in with us on today as well. Thank God for each and every one of you uh, joining in with us on today. I'm going to backtrack just a little bit, y'all, just a little bit, and pull up our announcements uh, so that we can are doing. Amen. And that is it for our announcements. Listen, you all. I'm telling you, God moved uh, in an amazing way on today. Let us not forget that we are serving an unchanging God. We are serving an unchanging God. And because of that, you all, we can, we can, we can live this life in a way that, 